and welcome to The Garden, a podcast for spiritual seekers. I'm Jody Fletcher of The David Connection, and this is a show about how to connect to nature and the planet in ways that will enable deeper and greater healing for you and for us all. Hello, friends. I'd like to take you on part two of the tour of the garden. Uh, A couple weeks ago, I did part one over in the sun garden. Now, this part of the garden is what um, came with the house when I bought it 14 years ago. And I originally moved to this town in part because I just felt a really strong need to be more connected to nature and I felt like I really needed to get my hands in the dirt. I needed to dig, I needed to plant, I needed to grow, and I needed to have a stronger, closer, and more personal connection with the nature that I was communicating with. So at the time I was living in New York City and beginning to speak with the trees and I just needed, I needed a spot to really explore this, uh, this communication that was starting to develop. And so I found this house and it was um, just like the perfect place. And it's really nice because it, um, I did a lot of work in this garden over the years and it was so nice to build flower beds and have a vegetable garden. And, you know, I'd really made a lot of progress here before I got sick. And then I got sick and had to move in with my mom. And so I left the house in good hands. A friend needed a place to stay for a few years and so it worked out great but when um, mom and I and at the time my brother Ponch was living with us too um, we decided to come back up here. We were living in the city and we decided to come back up here at the beginning of the pandemic. My friend had moved out and it was just a nice place to uh, plant a vegetable garden and have a little more control over our food which is good for um you know, our health. And also because at the beginning of the pandemic, there wasn't any food in the grocery store. So we began to think about, you know, having some direct connection to our food and some control over whether we'd have it or not. So, um, we, in, and I, I'm in the perfect place to be talking about this because, um, that first summer that the three of us were back up here, we built these, uh, 10 raised beds for vegetables and so it's a nice little kitchen garden it's really cute and um I just love it I just it was one of those things like most of the things in this um garden where one or the other of us just felt like or saw something and just made it happen so and um right next to it is one of the original flower beds that I dug out and it's been dug out a few times since then um and it's got all sorts of perennials some of them that I planted years ago before I had to leave and some of them have been planted since and so then continuing back here is the little orchard which we planted in the summer of 2020 and it was really fun because um we went to the greenhouse and I, I really wanted some apple trees and um, I picked out some and it's really fun to be able to pick them out in person. The baby trees on the other side in the sun garden, I ordered by mail so I didn't get to communicate with them what we were doing until they were here and planted. And so there was an adjustment period. But these three trees, I was able to show them what the plans were and tell them about what we were up to 
and pick three that wanted to come and do this with us and wanted to be together. So at the time, I felt this little brush along my hat and I turned around and there was a pear tree that was like, I want to go too. <laughs> so we have a pear tree back here too. It's um, a little, little, it's a little bit across the yard on the hill, but it was so cute that it just, it's like it overheard what we were talking about and wanted to join in. And so... We have some other flower beds along the neighbor's fences. This is actually where my original first vegetable garden I ever had was. And in this spot, there's a plant that I really want to introduce you to. It's a snowball bush. And actually, we bought the snowball for, uh, Panch and I bought the snowball for mom for Mother's Day one year when we were living in the city. And as we were moving away from the city, there were several plants that I asked if they wanted to come and be a part of this project up here. And a lot of them did. And some of them decided, no, they wanted to stay where they were at and be a part, you know, just continue in the city garden that they had, that they had originally signed up for. And the snowball bush was one of, and I, I was so disappointed that it wanted to stay because I loved it so much and I wanted it to come along. So at the time we were traveling back and forth between the houses, getting um, the city house ready to sell and then coming back up here in between. And so we left after I'd, you know, had this communication with the snowball and it told me that it was very set in its place right where it was. And the next time we went back, it had grown one little shoot off from the original plant and it said that I could take that with it <laughs> so I dug that little shoot up and planted it here and now it has a bunch of little shoots of its own and it, it bloomed this year and it's so cute and I just every time I look at it I'm so appreciative uh, that it, it grew a piece just to come here it was so lovely and cute and, and made me laugh and it still does every time i just think it's the sweetest thing so then the next little part of the garden is the raspberry bushes i don't know if you can hear in the background the crunching grass it is so dry here this summer and um i don't know you know it makes me think about climate change and all the fires in canada and everything it's just um it's just a reminder of how important it is for us to be aware of. Sorry for the background noise. There's a truck going by. But how important it is for us to be as aware as we can and do whatever we can to help, um, help the planet and everything that is going on on the planet in terms of balance and, and our impact as human beings. But so these raspberry bushes are, um, they came with the house. They were just here. They're kind of wild and they're black raspberries. And then there's a few red raspberries that I planted years ago. And um, then this area is the shade garden. And it was so neat because for years I had this, this dream that this would be a place with all these paths through the trees and flower beds and just a beautiful little shady nook you know and so when we came back I um I told Punch the dream 
And he and mom and I just got to work and made the dream come true. And it was so fun to build this part together and to see something I'd been dreaming about for years come to life. It was just such a nice collaboration and such a beautiful awe. And so it's so cute. Actually, right now it doesn't look very cute. To, to be honest with you, this is the last part of the garden that ever gets weeded or cleaned up. And so it is not weeded or cleaned up. And there's a whole bunch of brush because we lost a pretty big chunk of one of the trees this um, spring. and Or maybe it was last fall. And um, we have not cleaned up the brush yet. So it's it's a work in progress. But I love it so much. Even just seeing these little paths just makes me so happy and makes me really think about some really nice times that um that my mom and my brother and I spent together so and there's a little stairway that I always wanted up the hill that my brother was able to build for us and this is where the pear tree is on this hill and then there's the patio up here where I think originally someone was going to build a garage and they never did and so there's like a garage-sized concrete pad that makes a really nice patio. And we put in a whole bunch of hostas and some flowers this week. We really got planting some of our flowers this week, which was nice. And there's shade on this patio from a mulberry tree, which actually has lost so much over the years. One of the things that I have been guided to do is to let trees get really, really old. So I have several trees that have lost large chunks in storms or wind, and I've just gotten that I should let them be. And so as I do, they continue to grow. And this mulberry has lost quite a bit of, of two big parts off of the north side of it. But there's this one, one branch that is still growing over the patio and provides such nice shade and I'm just really grateful to this tree that it continues to be a part of a part of what we're doing here and a part of giving us shade and I just love it I just love this tree so there's a box elder in the back too that is a similar situation he's just getting so old but he's such a beautiful tree and he's such good company back there and just it's so nice to spend this kind of time with these trees oh and I just noticed there's a mulberry in the middle of the yard and I was just looking at it and there's a great big squirrel's nest right in the crook of one of the big branches at the top and it's just like so cute and we have um at the edge of the sun garden there's a giant maple tree that's right on our the line between us and our neighbors and she's just a lovely, lovely tree to spend some time with. It's a nice tree. That's one of the ones that our dog Ginger loves to sit under the most. And so I didn't realize I was going to introduce you to all the trees, but I'm going to. There's a mulberry that's right by the fence. And it lost a huge chunk. You can see um, where it broke off from, from the trunk um, and took down part of the fence. But it is still going, even though it's lost so much. And then there's two really dear maple trees that are standing right next to each other. They're like sibling trees that just have such a nice presence. And there's a little walnut tree that actually um, was mistaken at one point for a honey locust. We have a lot of honey locust trees that we have to... Um, 
they're very invasive and so we have one in the front yard she's lovely and we really appreciate her but we have to kind of keep uh, an eye on all the runners she sends out because at times this whole yard has been full of these little tiny um, thorny honey locust saplings so this uh, walnut tree got cut off actually and then it just started to grow again and um, it was like wait I'm a walnut tree and you want me so <laughs> we left it there and um, that concludes the uh, oh there's a maple tree in the front yard too um, right in front of the house so I hope I didn't leave anyone out I think that's our um, our trees our tree friends that we spend our time with and yeah so that's the that's this garden and I'm trying to look around and see if there was anyone else I particularly wanted to introduce you to but hopefully as we take these tours through the garden you get the you get the sense of these beings that are working with us and and holding space with us and growing with us and um I hope that it's an enjoyable nice relaxing time and so I'll leave off here and hope that you're well and I'll talk to you soon.